Greetings, welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now in Masachet Pesachim, Daf Mem Vav Aleph. At the bottom of the Amud, about to take a look at the third Mishnah in this, the third parak of Pesachim. Kitzad Mafishin Chalab Betum'ah B'Yom Tov. So you have, Yom Tov here is a reference to Pesach. You have dough that you're making. However, uh, there is Tum'ah involved. And you want to separate Chalab. Uh, and there are several problems here, including the problem of chimutz. Let's take a look. He says the word, the person, the woman typically, should not declare which part is chala until it's baked. And therefore you're allowed to make the whole thing on Yom Tov, because, uh, it's not a problem of ochal nefesh, of violating ochal nefesh, because it's food you're not gonna eat. After all, if it's chalabatum, it's gonna be destroyed. So, uh, after it's baked, you could call it that. But Batera omer tatil betsonet. But Batera says you should put it into cold water. He says, this is not the chametz that there is a prohibition about, which means you could put it into warm water or um, or into regular water used for kneading. What you could do, what you could do is to separate the chala out, let it sit until the evening, and then if it's machmitz, it's machmitz, it's not her problem. Alright, so now, Perhaps the machloket between Rabbi Yezer and Yeshua, with Ben Matera sort of being a, a side piece of it, is the following. Is whether or not Tovat is Mamon, meaning my rights to give this chala to whichever coin I want, establish it to some extent as being my property. Or the fact that I have to give it to a coin, so I get to choose who it is, but that's not co- considered to be an asset. He says that is Mamon. Therefore, it is considered your property. Therefore, if you uh, let it sit and becomes Chameis, it's in your property. He says it's not Mamon. So the answer is no. Tovatana is not Mamon. You don't own anything. The fact that you have discretion which coin to give it to does not make it an asset. They're disagreeing about how much to apply Hoil, which we saw in, earlier on in the, the order in the second parak, about how to apply the theoretical possibility. He says, since after all, you could be Shoel on it, because Chala, like any other Hafla, is something you could then say, I made a mistake, and in certain cases, may even be able to revoke it. Therefore, Mamonehu. In other words, he said, Tomatana alone is not Mamon. But the fact that this Chala is something that you could reverse and make it back into your own, therefore it's called Mamon. Rishua says, the fact is, you didn't make a, such a She'ilat Chacham, you didn't get it revoked, and therefore it's not Mamon, and therefore it's not yours, and therefore, Ein Zechameitz Shemuz Harinolaham. Now, Itmar, Haofem Yom Tov Lechol, a related issue. If you bake from Yom Tov to Chol. Now, this highlights the fact that our Mishnah is mixing two different issues. One is the problem of baking on Yom Tov, Shalol L'Tzorach Ochol Nefesh. And the other one is the problem of Chimutz. So here we're going to deal with the first one. If you bake on Yom Tov in order to eat it the next day, Chol. You get makot for violating baking on Yantif. We don't apply the, this other hoil, which is, you bake some food, way too much food for you to eat on Yom Tov afternoon, and you baked it then, you baked enough for the next two days. Now, theoretically, you could have a bunch of people walk over to your house, come over, and then suddenly you need the bread, and therefore this bread is fit for Yom Tov. Rav Chista says we do not apply that hoel. Rav Amar, ain't no loke, why? I'm reading hoel. Do we do apply this hoel? 
Amale Rabba Rav Chista. So Rabba turned Rav Chista and said, "Lididachta Rabbanu Hoel, you do not apply this Hoel." Heachofim Yom Tov LeShabbat. How are you allowed to bake on Friday from Friday, which is Yom Tov, to Shabbat? So he's because Rabba thinks that the entire hetter to bake on on Friday, prepare for Friday for Shabbat, is because theoretically Friday itself on Yom Tov people could come over and need that food. Amale Meshum Eruvet Tavshilin. He says, we have a different reason. We make an Erev Tav Shilin, which of course we'll deal with in the second paragraph of Beit What, an Erev, which is a rabbinic fix, allows you to violate an Isur Doraita of Malachan Yom Tov? So, He said, Midoraita, you're allowed to prepare on Yom Tov for Shabbat. And the Rabbanan said, you're not allowed to do so. That's the whole, the, the first paragraph of the first part of the first paragraph of Because then you, they might, you might think that you could bake on Yom Tov even for Chol. Therefore, they said, you can't do it for Shabbat. And then the Rabbanan put into their Gzerah a fix, which is called Erev Tav Shilin, which will make you recognize that the only way to bake on Yom Tov for another day is if that other day is Shabbat, and you started that preparation before, which is the Erev Tav Okay. Eight So watch this challenge. You have an, an animal that's in danger. You can only slaughter it if there'd be enough time in the day to eat at least a kazayit, even just roasted meat during the day, which means you've got an animal that's in danger. And if you don't check it now, it's going to become a nevela. It may drop dead. So you want to check it before that happens. But it's the end of Yom Tov. And if you check it now, there wouldn't be enough time to process it, flay it, etc., and roast at least a kazayit and eat it. Then you're not allowed to do it. So now, um, you don't actually have to eat it. The implication here is that there just has to be enough time theoretically to eat it. So, so uh, Rabbah says, according to me, since if you wanted to eat it, you could, therefore you don't have to eat it. But according to you, who does not apply this ho'il, why are you allowed to shecht? So Malav Chista said back, Meshum have said mamono, because uh, that would be a great financial loss. Meshum have said mamono, the same problem that Rabba raised about Shabbat. Here he says, what, because you're going to have a great financial loss, the rabbi said you could violate an Isra Doraita of shechting on Yom Tov, Shalot Tzach Yom Tov. He says, here's what happens. Since the guy knows that he's going to lose a lot of money, and he knows that it's Yom Tov, and the only way to do it is to be able to eat something, therefore, in his mind, he says, I'm going to eat some. And he says, and therefore, it's not possible to eat a Kazayit Basar without shechting it. So therefore, he knows that the Shechita is all part of that process. So, watch this next challenge. As a Mishnah Menachot, the lechem apanim is eaten either on the ninth day since it was baked, the tenth day, or the eleventh day. No pachot v'loyoter. No more, no longer, no shorter. Let's see how that works. Ketzad. Kedar kol tisha. In a normal case, it's tisha because nefav erev Shabbat. You bake it on Friday. Nechal b'Shabbat the Shiva. It's eaten the next Shabbat. It's brought in on Shabbat, and a week later it's eaten. That's the ninth day. Chal Yom Tov the erev Shabbat. If Yom Tov is on Friday, nechal Shabbat lasara. Meaning, you bake it on the Thursday before, bring it in two days later, and a week after that, which is the tenth day, you eat it. If your Shana is Thursday, Friday, then you bake it on Wednesday, bring it in on Shabbat, eat it the next Shabbat, which is the eleventh day. So therefore, there's no way to ever have less than nine or more than eleven days. 
Now, the reason behind all of this is because you do not bake the lechem apanim on Shabbat or on Yom Tov. Now, but according to you, Rabbah, who says you're allowed to pre- do preparations, uh, sorry, according to Rav Chisto, who says you're allowed, essentially, to prepare from Yom Tov to Shabbat, why can't you bake the Lechem Apanim on Friday when it's Yom Tov? So Marle said, Shvut Krova Hitiru, Shvut Rechoka Lo Hitiru. He says that uh, in the Mishkan, when we, in the Mikdash, when he said that the, there's no Shvut in the Mikdash, that's only a Shvut that's immediate, which means the results are immediate. But a Shvut Rechoka, we're here where you're violating the Shvut, which is you're not allowed to bake from Yom Tov to Shabbat without an Erev Tavshilin. Uh, and there's no way to make an Erev Tavshilin for Lacham Apanim. And, uh, and it's a Shvut Rechoka because you're only going to see the results of it a week later. Lohitiru. Now, according to Rishim Gamliel, who quoted Rishim Benaskan of one of the Kohanim from the Mikdash, said, actually, we would bake Lechem Apanim on Yom Tov, which was Friday. But we do not bake it on Yom Kippur. So, Michael the Maymar, according to him, what would be his position? The answer is, That the position of the Chachamim is, that they were only matir shvut krova, something that's going to be immediate, and Shimon ben Askan would have to be of the position that they were only ma- they were even matir shvut rechoka. Meiti Rav Mari. So watch this challenge. Shtei halacha. Now shavuot. Einer achalot lo pachot mishnayim v'lo yater al shlosha. It's either going to be on the second day or the third day. How's that? Ketzad. Now fort erev yom tov. You bake them on erev yom tov. Erev shavuot. Now halot lo yom tov l'shnayim. So they're eaten on the second day, which is yom tov. Shavuot. If Shavuot is on Sunday, it's eaten on the third day. You bake it on Friday, eat it on Sunday, which is the third day. If you think you can prepare for Shabbat on Yom Tov, if you're allowed to prepare on Yom Tov for Shabbat, certainly you should be able to prepare for Yom Tov on Yom Tov. In other words, you should be able to bake the Shnei Alechem on Yom Tov itself. That is only something that's done for you, which, by the way, answers the previous question also. You're not allowed to bake Shtei Halechem or Lechem Apanim on Yom Tov because Yom Tov, the only heter, is for things that are for you and not for God. So how will he answer that when he says that you could bake Lechem Apanim on Yom Tov how would he explain this uh, limit, this exclusion of lachem? The answer is Savalaka Bashal, Damar lachem, lachem velo nochrim. Abashal said lachem is not lachem velo legavoa, excluding that which belongs to God, but rather you can't bake to feed non-Jews. You can only feed Jews with what you bake on Yom Tov, or bake to feed Jews. Shachav chista l'Raba, biyad of Achabar Vuna. So this disagreement between Rav Chista and Raba about which started out with, if you bake on Yom Tov for Chol, are you loke or not? So he sent a message with the following piece. Mi Amrin and Hoel. You claim that you're not loke because Hoel people could show up in the afternoon and you have to feed them. Therefore, this food is really not uh, out of uh, off limits. So, so we don't say that. Vatanan. Yesh Choresh Talam Achad V'chayvin Alam Yishum Shmona Lavin. Famous, uh, can you top this piece? Uh, that you could plow one uh, furrow and be chayev for eight lavin. How's that? First of all, it could be mixed kinds that you're plowing with. So there's me'ila there. And you're also planting kilayim in a kerem. And it's on shvi'it, so you're planting on shmita, and it's yom tov. 
and it's Kohen or Nazir or Beit HaTumah. And it happens to be that there's Tumah in the field, and it's either a Kohen or a Kohen who is a Nazir. Alright, so that comes up to eight. He said, but if you, Rabbah, say that there was a, a, a ruling of Hoel, you should say that the, that the, among the list was doing Malachan Yom Tov. You say there is no Malachan Yom Tov here because since you could shech the bird on Yom Tov and you'd have to do Kisui Adam and you'd need dirt for it, the dirt that you're plowing, that you're turning over could be used for that and Hoel. He said, no, that's if you're, if you're plowing and all that you have there are sharp rocks. You could grind them down and turn them into dirt. You're not allowed to grind on Yom Tov. You could smash them in an unusual fashion and then use them to cover it up so they still fit. So, but Tsunma, so they were talking about real bedrock. Tsunma Barzuriah, but you can't plant there. So talking about very hard rock on top and soft dirt underneath. Well, the soft dirt underneath is the soft dirt you could use for kisui adam. Ravashi betina. He's talking about cement. Betina barzuria. Who? Could you really plant there? It says miatunta. It's very soft, pliable. So theoretically, you could plant there, but you could never use it because the Torah says v'chisal be'afar. Um. Uh, and, uh, and therefore that could not be used, and therefore that's how Rob explains. Normally we'd say hoil, but there's no hoil here because the air, the plant, the ground that you're planted, that you're plowing with this uh, animal is ground that's not fit at all for using for kisui hadam. Okay, we'll pause at this point, we'll pick it up in the next podcast. Adaf Mem Zayin Amud Bet, in the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.